Do you believe in sin? When I say believe, I don't mean in believe in committing sin. Do you believe there is such a thing as, a, as sin? Well, I think the greatest sin in the world is bringing children into the world that have disease from their parents, that have no chance in the world to be a human being, practically. Delinquents, prisoners, all sorts of things just mock when they're born. That, to me, is the greatest sin that people can, can commit. But sin in the ordinary sense that we regard it, do you believe or do you not believe? Well, what? What would they be? Do you believe that infidelity is a sin? Well, I don't, I'm not going to specify what I think is a sin. I've stated what I think is the worst sin. Yes, but then you asked me to say what, and I and I said what, and I, and, and uh, you refused to answer me. Ah, yes, I don't know about infidelity. It has so many personalities to it, and what person's own belief is. You can't. I couldn't generalize on any of those things as, as being sin. Murder is a sin. Well, that's naturally a thing. Murder is a well, it's a sin or not? It's a terrible act. In just a moment, Mrs. Sanger, I'd like to ask you about another social problem here in the United States, divorce. Welcome to the island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. And yes, what you just heard was a long time ago for some of us young folks, but a, a, a an interview that was done by Mike Wallace. And he was interviewing Margaret Sanger because there just needed to be things to that needed to be said on both sides. Now, Mike Wallace, he was just the reporter, and he was doing his interview, he was just doing his job, and he was also reading theses from churches and getting both sides of the story when it came to Margaret Sanger. And if you just now are noticing, I am going to be doing a massive, and I mean a massive podcast and it's going to more than likely turn into a massive series a long series that deals with margaret sanger and what was created and i'm not just talking about plant parenthood not just that but what is truly the true foundation of margaret sanger and plant parenthood what is their principle what is their belief and how far have they come and have they even infiltrated into our own government? Yes, this is what I'll be talking about this. This is what I will be talking about. Not talking about this tongue-tied people, but I will be talking about this and so much more. Yes, this is the Island Podcast and I am your host, Alvis Sam. Again, welcome to the Island Podcast. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. And before we even get started, let's go ahead and let's tell the exciting news. We are somewhat, and I put quotes around somewhat, on YouTube. You can find the Island Podcast on YouTube somewhat because there are a bunch of episodes that I do and a bunch of topics that I do that cannot be heard or streamed on YouTube. But go to the Island Podcast and you will find us on Rumble. We are all, not, sorry, on Rumble, I mean on YouTube. And we are also on Rumble. You can find every episode on everything that I do. I'm trying to get it all uploaded to Rumble and more on Rumble. Just go to the Rumble page, A3S2 The Island. That's A3S2 The Island. And you will be able to 
communicate with me there too. Also, also we are on uh, what is it, the Twitter and all that good junk. You know, at the island as at the island as the island, whatever we are on Twitter, and like always, you can listen to everything for free at rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island and there you can communicate listen to everything and for a special thing for all my spotify people you can also communicate with me on spotify also so just know all of that information and share this podcast to everybody because this is a podcast that dies into something very deep. I know there's a lot of podcasts who say they go into deep things, and some somewhat do, but I tend to do it, I feel like I I tend to do it on every single episode. And not only that, we search for the truth of every matter that we speak on on this episode. And it's not just on sports, even though I do like to use sports as 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 an avenue to go into a specific topic to see where we are headed as a nation if you haven't believed that all you really do is look at what the sports world is doing most of the time and you'll find out where the united states of america is about to go so with that being said let's go ahead and dive right into this margaret sanger stuff and there's a lot of people who want to talk about what she has said in this interview and a lot of people will only take out a little piece of the interview and they don't even finish her quote they'll actually say in quote in the middle of the quote when she's talking about the greatest sin she thinks the greatest sin is having a child is bringing the child into this world in quote that's what they will say as you heard in the very beginning of this episode that's actually not the end of that quote so you are now now i'm just gonna say so now you're faced with a person in margaret sanger where if you know your true history you will know that this lady is just evil she is there ain't no ain't no bait and switching about that but but you will see on the other side you'll have a person who is lying when it comes to her evilness. So on one hand you have an evil person. And on the other hand you have a liar. Now if you have a person who doesn't truly know the history. Especially the history of Margaret Sanger. And the truthfulness about that history. And then they hear a person misquote. Or they don't finish a quote that she said. They will automatically deem them as a liar. Rightfully so rightfully so and then they'll go and look up things that margaret sanger says and they will not knowing what she's all about be like well what she says is it's kind of right kind of no one wants a child who is who is born sickly you know no one wants that it happens but no one wants it and so then they start to jump on the bandwagon of margaret sanger you know like somebody like hillary clinton where I will quote, she thinks she is a maverick. She was a wonderful person that the feminist movement should follow her example because she was a maverick. 
that that's Hillary Clinton. You know, that's what she says. That's not what I'm saying. That's what she's saying. Yeah, yeah, the joke, right? But anyways, excuse me, I am feeling a little under the weather a little bit, but we keep going. So with all of that said, we see something that is going to be pushed even more because the teachings of Margaret Sanger, if you go all the way back, you'll find out that she did, she did rallies. She spoke in rallies to the KKK. Those who don't know their history, that's called the Ku Klux Klan. That is what the KKK stands for. A very racial, racial, racist group. White supremacist group. One of those guys. They, If you're not white, they want to kill you. They, and that is true. Now, she did rallies. She spoke for rallies. She was the head of the women's division. Somewhat, you can call it a women's division because I, I, I really don't think they truly had a real woman's division because they weren't just racist. They were somewhat sexist and somewhat misogynistic in a lot of their ways. But you still had their wives that they had to tend to. And so they did things to keep them busy. And Margaret Sanger was one of those people that was able to speak to them, to their wives, and even to these men. She uplifted them. And if you keep diving into the history of Margaret Sanger, then you'll find out something called eugenics. Oh, yes, eugenics. Eugenics, some of us know it somewhat called new genics with an N. But they somewhat have the same definition. When you take new genics, it's a supplement, especially for men, even women. They, I think they got a women's new genics too. That you take it become the to become the ideal person at least body type the ideal body type what everybody wants what everybody is wanting to look like that's eugenics eugenics is the same thing just without the end you get what i'm saying eugenics was used in world war 2 mainly by nazi germany obviously through hitler where did hitler get the idea from eugenics where did he get this idea? Who gave it to him? You guessed it, Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger brought this to Hitler. She traveled all around the world, actually, before World War II truly, truly started going off. She was traveling all around the world talking about eugenics, talking about the desirable ones and the undesirable ones. We should eradicate, she said, the undesirable. The ones that no one wants, these are the weeds. Do not get this misunderstood because she was racist, but everything that I've seen, heard, read, whatever, everything I've seen so far, she doesn't technically put together black people and weeds in the same spot, at least not together. However, if you read her her thesis or her, her her letters or anything that she does, you can put two and two together and know who she's actually talking about. So I'm not going to belittle that. But let's not say things that she doesn't say. However, these undesirables, which also she will call these undesirable weeds, these people she wants to eradicate. And she says this stuff in a way where if you are not paying attention, 
you will actually start believing what she is saying is true. She will say it in a way where, like, like, like this. Now, nobody really wants a child with deformities, a child who will be born sick. Nobody wants a child like that. That is a child who is unwanted. And when there is a child unwanted, undesired for, that child will not be taken care of properly. And if that child is not taken care of properly, wouldn't that be a, a, a thing that people should not do? Because you only take care of the things you love. Therefore, if you do not take care of a child properly because of a deformity because of a sickness because you just honestly maybe just don't even want them that truly means you truly don't love that child and so instead of letting a child go through life feeling unwanted feeling the love that they do not have how about we just get rid of the child we terminate that child so they don't go through a life of sorrow. They don't feel that pain. That is better to do than to let a child be born in those type of circumstances. That is not me saying this. That is something that Margaret Sanger said. She herself has wrote about that using those exact words. And on the outside looking in, a lot of people would start to think well she's right but she's not actually because if you keep going down if you keep doing a deeper dive you will understand that she's truly actually talking about the Aryan nation the Aryan brotherhood the the, the desirable babies she understood something she understood something back then in the United States and even all around the world she understood that the most desirable baby all around the world is a baby with blonde hair, blue eyes. And for the most, the only ones that can have a child like that were white people, the Aryan brothers, the Caucasians. For the most part, they were the only ones to be able to have a child like that, blonde hair, blue eyes. She understood that. And so she pushed this type of narrative, and then she started making people think that if they weren't blonde hair, blue eyes, they were not desirable people. It didn't just deal with sicknesses, deformities. It dealt with a whole shebang of stuff. And at the bottom of it, it came down to blonde hair, blue eyes. If they did not have blonde hair, blue eyes, they were not desirable children according to Margaret Sanger. She gave this to, obviously, Hitler. And this is what Hitler started doing. He started to try his best to create, to create a country of nothing but blonde hair, blue-eyed children. He would take young women, young girls, and try to mold them into something that, honestly, is very perverted. He would take young boys and do the same thing because he wanted that as a society. And if you weren't that, then 
you were undesirable. This is the core of Margaret Sanger. This is the core of her belief system. This is what Plant Parenthood was actually made for. To eradicate every child that was not blonde hair, blue eyes. That was not something that she portrayed as the perfect child. And if you go into that specific, that at least that one specific interview that Mike Wallace did, yes, you can find this interview on YouTube. If you go into that interview, Mike Wallace interviewing Margaret Sanger, you will find something very, very disturbing close to the end. And I'm surprised no one caught on to it, at least not in today's world, they caught on to it. When he asked Margaret Sanger, is murder a sin? And she responds, well, I quote, I, I, I'm going to quote this. Hopefully I say it right. It's actually in the beginning of this episode. But she says in her response, murder can naturally be considered maybe or maybe not a sin. But it is a terrible thing. Those were her words. And then if you look at that interview and her face and how she says these things, because you can say something, you can say something without saying something. She truly doesn't believe murder is a sin. It just depends on how a person thinks of it. And in her mind, murder is not a sin. Why does she think that way? Because she herself wants to kill babies. That's what she wants. And yes, I said it in that way because it's the truth of the matter. She wants to eradicate and kill babies. Honestly, I think she might want to do all babies, but she's just saying for this point of purposes, the undesirable. This coming from a woman who has children herself, who had children herself. If I'm not mistaken, she had two, two boys. And these boys ended up having children themselves. So she has grandchildren. We all know this. So this is Margaret Singh, a person who traveled around the world, telling people they should eradicate the undesirable children at birth, during birth, before birth. It doesn't matter. Get rid of them because they're not desirable. And those desirable children have certain traits like blonde hair, blue eyes. That's what she thought. And... To make it even worse, and this is, like I said, this is what's most terrifying of that specific interview. She truly believes murder is not a sin. She thinks it's something natural. That's what she believes. And then we have a, 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 a person who is trying to become president, who is wife of a president, in Hillary Clinton, who says that this woman was a maverick of her time. She was the ideal feminist where every woman, every woman should look up to this person in Margaret Sanger. So now let's keep diving into exactly what she was truly trying to do, because in just in this one interview, it's about a 30 minute interview. And I would tell everyone listening, find it. It is on YouTube. It's about 30 minutes. Listen to the entire interview of Mike Wallace interviewing Margaret Sanger. It will boggle your mind. And I have so many questions at it. Like, you know, 
why don't we do why don't we have news reports like this anymore in today's world in the United States where they take both sides they take a thesis at least a thesis from one side and read it to the other side and get the thoughts of the other side and through the thesis you can find the thoughts of the opposite side we don't do that anymore so both sides are heard we don't do that anymore. what we do in the united states now is just straight up propaganda we try to tell people what the truth is we try to tell people what things are even though if you gave both sides of it the people might think something different but that's on something else now let's like i said now let's just keep diving into this one interview right now so just at the core we understand that margaret sanger wants to eradicate the undesirable children all of them she doesn't believe that murder is a sin she doesn't think it is it just it depends on the person basically on their thoughts basically that's what she thinks so what is the true foundation of this? Because in this interview, she also talks about homosexuality. And I will give you those thoughts and what she truly is saying about it. But before that, let's, let's get to the true foundation of things, of what she was truly trying to accomplish. And what she was trying to accomplish was the complete destruction of the United States family structure. She wanted that gone because the United States family structure was actually based off of Christianity and the church. And you will find out that that was something she just did not want. She also took sexual pleasures that should be done inside of a family setting like of, you know, like husband and wife that pleasure of a husband and wife and she stripped it out of that structure and said women should be free to be able to express themselves in a way that they've never been able to do because this is bondage that's what she was saying that's what she wanted this is where a lot of feminist movements started where it started where it came from let us be and then it morphs into something just so horrible we'll get to that because it's all a part of the same ladder the first step of the ladder is the destruction of the family that is the first part of the ladder and by destroying the family give power to not just to women but literally to everybody to be honest to say you can have this type of pleasure without having a family without being in a family you could have this pleasure this pleasure was given to husband and wife god gave that pleasure to the husband and wife so they can make a family they can have a family margaret sanger comes along and says no the churches have it wrong that's what she's saying you have to understand this what margaret sanger was saying was she went to the females and said, you are empowered, you can do this stuff, and you don't need to have these, these, these strings attached. You don't have to get married to, to have these pleasures. That 
was part of her teachings. She wanted to destroy the entire family. And back then, if you were a promiscuous woman and you got pregnant, obviously you were frowned upon. This also now goes into abortion. Why abortion was needed in her thinking. Why she wanted it. Because if you are promiscuous and abortion is something that you are able to do, you won't be frowned upon. Because nobody will know that you got pregnant. Nobody will know. You can keep having these sexual pleasures and nobody will know because the second you get pregnant, we can terminate that child. Because you wanted these sexual pleasures. You didn't want the child. Even if the child was, guess what? Healthy. You could still get rid of it because it's not truly about a healthy child. It wasn't even really about a child with blonde hair, blue eyes, what she considered desirable. If you got pregnant but didn't want to be pregnant at the time because you were not married, that child then became an undesirable child, which falls under the bracket of termination of child. Are you starting to see the picture? Are you starting to see what she was truly trying to do? This was the basis. This was the foundation, the first step. Because even in all of that, her next step was homosexuality. Why? It dealt with the family structure of the church. You can have your pleasures. She didn't want the children. The best way to not even not even think about the children is homosexuality. Because if you are having those type of pleasures, no child will be born ever. That was the next step. I'm not saying no child can be born. As in, you know, you, you can be a homosexual and let's say you're a female and you want a child. And you want to give birth to a child. But you're a lesbian. So you just implant sperm inside your egg. Bada bing, bada boom, problem solved. That's today's world. If you want a child and you're, and you're a gay man, you're allowed to adopt. However, that's not what Margaret Sanger wanted. She wanted eradication of children to destroy the fabric of family in the United States of America. She wanted it destroyed. And the next step was homosexuality. Turn the people gay. But not anybody, not just anybody. You can see it right now, this step, playing out in front of your face if you're taking notice. Turn all the undesirable people gay so they do not have children. Do you ever wonder to yourself why the United States is so hard-pressed into going into the continent of Africa and diving deep in that continent into every country? To get them to do what? Pass law under the the name human rights to legalize homosexuality across the board. At the same time, back since television's been out or whatever, even before that, I'm, I'm pretty sure, they've always pushed the, now we're going to go racial, I'm sorry, but we have to, the black man to be gay, to do and to do acts of homosexuality. Why do they want black people in the United States to be gay? So they, they all across, men, women, they want us all to be gay of the black community. Why is that? 
even to the point to where they have to go into the United, not in the United States, but go into the continent of Africa to make them turn and be gay. I can tell you why. Because they want you to believe that that was part of the heritage of black people in the United States of America. They've always been gay. Can't you see? Even back during slavery, they were gay. Can't you see? That's what they want. There's a thing called breaking the buck. It's a very old saying. And a lot of people believe it comes from the farm when it comes to breaking a horse to getting a horse to act right. However, that is not true. Actually, it's an old saying on something they did on slave ships. They found the biggest, baddest slave on that ship. And these slave masters, they didn't just strip them down naked. They raped them in front of everybody to show everybody on board who was a slave that they have no power at all. This is why in other countries outside of the United States, if you are a a, a, a black male and you are gay, you are demonized till this day even in Africa because they know the true heritage of what it was and where it came from. This is true history, history that they do not want people to know. Basically, it was the true Uncle Tom. The true Uncle Tom, like the phrase like we love to say, oh, it's a that's a that's a black guy trying to act white. No, actually the true Uncle Tom was truly a gay black man because he accepted being raped by his slave master. That is where that comes from. These are facts. If you don't like it, I'm sorry, but this is a this the the Island podcast is a podcast that's going to speak the truth regardless. That's it. Do not get this misunderstood. This podcast is not for the faint of heart. This is not a podcast that's going to say I'm going to tell you something that that you like to hear. I'm not going to do that. Anyways, let's keep this going. This is something Margaret Sanger knew of the history she knew this. So phase two was, if they don't stop making babies, make them gay. And if all else fails, let's try to do both. Hence what they're doing right now in the United States. Know your history, people. Know it. Know what they are trying to push in the midst of all of this craziness, this pushing, this pushing of of Roe v. Wade that was happening. This pushing of homosexuality, like I was calling it the sodomized movement. I'm still going to call it that. This pushing of it. It's evil to the core. And they're following the playbook of Margaret Sanger to not just disrupt, but to destroy the church and destroy the family to get rid of it all. They want you to dive into your own vices to your own pleasures, to destroy yourself, to destroy the very fabric, the very foundation of the United States of America under the disguise of human rights. This is the basis of Margaret Sanger. This is exactly what she wanted. She didn't just want to destroy one single race. She wanted to destroy an entire culture. 
She wanted to destroy the family. She wanted to destroy the church under the disguise of a person being able to enjoy pleasure without the true consequences, without the responsibility, without the quote-unquote handcuffs of marriage, destroying it all, destroying it. Because once you do that, then what you have really done was actually destroy what God created. And that is man in his own image. That is what she wanted to destroy. You are starting to see the seeds that Margaret Sanger planted inside the United States, planted inside our own government. You are starting to see those fruits, those plants, blossom right now in our own country. And those plants are the true destructive weeds in the country of the United States of America, spreading itself all across the globe. The real weeds were planted. The real ones were planted by Margaret Sanger. And this thing we like to call in today's time, plant parenthood. Thank you for listening to the Island Podcast. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. Go ahead and go to A3S2 The Island. Again, that's A3S2 The Island on Rumble. And there you can see my awesome face. You can also find me at as the island on Twitter, that is A-S, the island on Twitter, and you'll see a lot of stories and everything, you know, contact me, go ahead and communicate with me, let's have a nice conversation there, I do answer back, and if you want to catch up on every previous episode, just go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island, again, that's rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island, and you can catch up on every episode that I've done. Again, I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and thank you for listening to The Island Podcast.